Hey learners, Joe here. No notes before today's episode, just wanted to say hi and hope you're having a great week. For now, let's get started. Existence is one big learning journey, and we want you along for the ride. You are listening to the Learner's Permit Podcast, an amateur's guide to YouTube, bringing you behind the screen to show you all the creativity and calamity that comes with it. These are your hosts. I'm Molly. And I am Joe. On our docket today, the games we play, following our past, looking past those games, and a taste of what's to come. But first, how are you tonight, Molly? I'm doing all right. Life has gotten a lot more busy in the past couple of weeks. I am it gonna has. Sound, I am going to sound different today because I am coming at you from my laptop again because John is raiding tonight. He is doing Ooh. a Denathrius run and I don't want to disturb him or the other way around. Cool. And you also have still other members in the household distracting things lately. Yes. Like we mentioned last time. Yes. It's been about three weeks since we adopted Lady Salem and Blake, and they are the most precious. I want more. I have the adoption flu, and the only cure is more cats. But unfortunately, we will just be having the two of them for quite a while, if not forever. But they are... They're... Oh, they're... They're great. They're great. I could gush about them forever. Little things we've discovered since we have adopted them both is that Salem will drool when she's happy and Blake really loves like bags and boxes and stuff and it's actually Blake who will join us like when it's time for bed rather than Salem who is like the ultimate cuddle bug so it's just been interesting John Mm. actually took them to the vet today and the vet actually said that it's possible given the area where they were from where there's a lot of cat colonies that there's a possibility that they're actually related which would explain maybe a lot about why they got along as easily as they have so far other than the fact that they're super young yeah I could go on and on and on about them but they are precious and I want to show them off whenever I can and I just want them to be on camera so I can hug them and share them with all of you. Have you made a video of them yet? I A video of them is coming. We have it on our upload schedule because we, for those of you who don't know, we usually have content scheduled a couple months out whether or not it's edited, but a video of them should be coming next month, like about an, about a month. Actually, It'll be the end of this month at the time of posting. Mm. So until then, I am just going to be filming as much as I can about them. And they're so cute. <laughs> Salem is curled up on the back of the couch where where I'm sitting. Uh, and then Blake, I don't know if you could hear John Z for laugh from inside the office, but Blake is curled up behind me and they're both sleepy kitties. Which is probably oh. a good thing because if they weren't sleepy kitties right now, you'd probably be hearing, I don't know. Something. Jingles. One of them one of them in a dead sprint slide into a wall. <laughs> yeah. Alright. So one of the first big things to talk about today, games. We've been playing them for a while, but it's yes. pretty new that the collective we, that is to say the channel, has been playing them. So how about that, huh? Yeah, it's interesting because at first that's not something we ever wanted to do for this channel because of how saturated the gaming side of YouTube is. However, gaming is just such a huge part of our lives and it kind of goes in with the whole new experience part of the channel. 
And I feel like as long as we can make it something a little bit more interesting, like for example, Miss the Boat. Yeah. Something that's more than just like a let's play. It's a little bit more collaborative than that. Uh, I feel like it might be worth it. Now that I actually just today signed the paperwork to take on a part-time job on top of my full-time job. full-time job? Yep, and all of this other stuff that I'm doing. Yeah, I don't know when the streaming of said games are gonna be probably Saturdays. I do still hmm. want to make that a thing. I do still want to like fulfill all of my other engagements as well as making more money. We'll have to see what the next couple of weeks is gonna look like. Yeah. So I'm a little, I'm thinking about doing all of it at once is utterly terrifying. However, I'm trying to take things like one step at a time and focus on one thing at a time and just be determined. Mm. So we should probably say a little bit about what Miss the Boat is. Yes. Sorry, I went on another tangent. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, oh, no, no, you're fine. Joe, go ahead. So, the idea with Miss the Boat, I, I had a small note about that in the description of the video we put up recently. Have you ever played a game, or rather seen a game, and wanted to play it, but it wasn't quite something you could play at the time, and then later down the line it kind of felt like it was too late to play it, its time had passed, or there's a game that you'd played a while ago and you find out someone else hasn't played it and it's kind of past its prime as a game but it's still something that you'd like to share that experience with that person yeah because once a game is kind of past its prime on the internet the, a lot of the community behind it seems to go away but a lot of these games are like fan or community favorites that hmm. i feel like miss the boat capitalizes on a little bit yeah and the fact that we're kind of playing it together mm -hmm. both of us for the first time even though i'm going in pretty much completely blind and joe knows so much about it at it, least on the first example here yes at least in the first example it just makes things a lot better mm -hmm. i'm curious to see what games that i have played that you are going to play and know nothing about where i know a lot of it i don't know if well, there I mean... are many games out there that would be <laughs> considered that well i mean have you how, how much of uh, Kingdom Hearts have you played? Uh, like, a little bit of the second one, and a little bit of the first one. Cool. Then that's also an example of something that we've both really missed the boat on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I know quite a few people that would desperately like me to play through all of the games. Same. I 100%... 100% want to play through all the Kingdom Hearts. I'm just yeah. scared that I'm not going to like it because I'm a writer and I've been told that the writing in the game makes no sense. <laughs> oh, you... S oh, God. Uh, I've heard similar. Uh... I mean, I I played up until... In, in the first From one, some of the biggest fans I know of the series. Yeah, I, I've played up until in the first Kingdom Hearts where you meet Cloud for the first time in like the the greek level and then i stopped playing it and then because i had the second one i had the first one and the second one on disc from one of my school friends in like elementary school mm. the first disc didn't work but the second one oh. did so i started playing the second one and i got through i think maybe the tutorial level i don't know but it's been cool. years 
So that should definitely be on our list. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, it's been on my list to play for a while anyway, because all I've done for Kingdom Hearts is I played through Days, the DS game, mm-hmm. and early in high school, a friend of mine had me over to help her out with the Tarzan level of either one or two. I don't know which it was, but it's the one that had the blue flowers and she didn't understand what you did with them. So I helped with that. I wish I knew what you were talking about. Well, I, I don't want to say because I don't want to spoil it for you because, hey, maybe you won't figure it out and that will be my insider knowledge. True. <laughs> okay, so on the topic of Miss the Boat, what are some other games that we could possibly play? in the future that follow that theme. Because I have several Harvest Moon games that would like to know your location. Oh, I've not played a Harvest Moon yet. Oh, I have my favorite one, and my first one is A Wonderful Life on the GameCube. There are a couple others on the GameCube, actually, and there's one on the Wii I mm. have. They're wonderful. Cool. Same with the orig- or quote-unquote original Animal Crossing. Mm. Every time I play the new one, I just want to go back to the old one. Even though, you know, the old one has its flaws, and by flaws, I mean the stupid fucking hats. <laughs> what about you? What are some, some other games that you want us both to play. I know Alien Isolation is one of them. Yes, I feel like Alien Isolation would be great because that's another one that I have seen more than a dozen playthroughs of. Oh, wow. And a few speed runs of, but I've never actually touched the game. And we both played through Wind Waker, right? Because I want to I wanna play through Wind Waker again. I have played Wind Waker, yes. What about Twilight Princess? It is basically my favorite game in the series. Good to know. Okay. But I've played through most of them. What about Skyward Sword? I have not ever gotten a chance to touch Skyward Sword. Okay. I got like maybe halfway through Skyward Sword. Cool. And that could so be that a good option. So that technically... <laughs> Actually, Breath of the Wild should also be in there because I, I've i played Breath of the Wild once hmm. in the past like two years. And that's a game so far that I think I'm just used to the old formula. Mm. So I'm like, I die a lot and I get really frustrated. <laughs> oh, that would be great. And then, then. I kind of, I, I stop playing. That would be so. fantastic then. Also a very good one for play and follow style. Because mm-hmm. it say you go, like I'm going to hit these shrines and then I hit those shrines. That kind of thing. It worked pretty well. Oh, that's well. a dangerous thing to do because you're relying on me to follow a map. <laughs> Well, exactly. I'll see where you go. And if you go to the wrong place, I'll just go there instead. Because we both know you cannot follow a map. People are going to know that even better after the next episode of Miss the Boat. And it's only going to get worse after that. Thanks. Of course. Anytime. Yeah, my my sense of direction, or if you're a Dean Deaner, my passive perception is a literal fucking zero. Absolutely nothing. So... (laughs) That's why I'm scared to drive, you know, because my awareness of my surroundings are so bad, I yeah. I am 100% certain that I will be the cause of some kind of accident. That's how, in a way, you already were. I mean, yes, but at the same time, that wasn't due to my lack of surrounding awareness. That was because I didn't stop. <laughs> that... Okay, fair. Fair, fair. <laughs> that is fair. It's not because you didn't see the ditch, it's because you didn't stop in time for it. Yep. 
despite the older man screaming two feet next to me to do so. Have you played any of the Tales of games? No, I want to, though. Tales of Symphonia on the list. There we go. Yes, desperately mm -hmm. want to play Tales of. Now, let's flip this. Are, any, are there any games you don't want to play, which, uh... by extension, you will be forced to play? That's a great question. I have a... I feel like I kind of have a maybe a bit of an aversion to some of the Five Nights stuff. Not for any particular reason. It's kind of just like I it's like eh, I could, but I already know all about them. So why would I play them? Mm. That's kind of how I am for a lot of games. Let's see. Uh, what about GTA Five? I have never touched it. Okay, cool. Games that I don't want to play. Oh, uh, Dark Souls should also be on the list because it's been requested of me several times. Yes. I am kind of nervous too because that's when I will... My blood pressure will probably kill me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that... I, but that's not something I don't necessarily want to play. Ooh, blood pressure. When's the last time you played Binding of Isaac? Oh, boy. It's been a bit... It's not a terrible game. Mm. And they're coming out with uh, Repentance soon. They are. Because I feel like that could be a good one, because I tried making a YouTube series on that before, and I made a single video and never returned to it. Honestly, that's uh, that might be a good idea for us both to do mm. some Binding of Isaac stuff. Yeah. Around the time Repentance comes out. It could be, yeah. What are some games that you don't want to play? I can think of one, though. I, th I think I know the one you're thinking of. Yeah, Honey Pop? Yeah. One of the biggest things I hate about the series is the gameplay is simple gameplay, but it's the kind of games that I would play in my free time just to waste time. So I hate it, but I know I would be good at it. <laughs> I'm sure that is a terrible thing to know, considering the context of what you're actually doing mm -hmm. while playing, while solving those puzzles yeah. for yourself as an asexual person. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not just talking about one and two either. <laughs> Are you talking about uh, Camp Studio? Yeah, because it's basically an idle game. I idle style I've, management game. I've never actually played Camp Studio. I Neither have I, but I've seen people play it, and it's it's just another not-quite-clicker, but in that style idle game when it really comes down what to about, it. What uh, about... Okay, 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 okay. What about Xenoblade? I've always the wanted to play a Xenoblade game. Dude, I have it. Oh. On my on my Switch, I've been meaning to stream it, oh. so that could be a thing if we wanted it to be. Yeah, I'll need to find out how to properly stream from the Switch. I believe it's just going to capture from the main menu. But... You would need you would need an Elgato to stream it. Stream it. Okay, you'll need to tell me what that is after this. It's a capture card. Oh, okay. Yeah, I figured I would need a capture yeah. card anyway. Well, there you go. Speaking of streaming, you streamed for you've been streaming for a while in general, on and off. Falling. On and off, mostly, yeah. How did you get into that originally? Uh, so... Oh god, that's a great question. <laughs> it's kind of just something that I've evolved, I think, from my desire to do YouTube. Hmm. And then I realized that it's something I had the capability of doing. And then when I lost my job a couple of years ago... This is like 2018, 2019. Hmm. I started doing it a lot more with stardew which i really want to return to at some point and it's it's something that i kind of really enjoyed because of the immediacy of the interactions with people and it's always kind of something that i have wanted to be able 
to do more of, and now that I have the opportunity to do that, I just can do that a whole lot more, which is great. Hmm. Cool. Now I really want to play Dauntless, damn it. <laughs> what about you? I never really tried streaming to be a proper streamer, but I did stream on and off through college and after just to be able to have people I knew be able to see it. Oh yeah, that's true. That That isn't they need you often. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in Discord, I'll do it now too, just in a server, but before that, I would stream and in case I wanted to make a Let's Play of it later, I, I kept them saved as well. I'd streamed like a full playthrough of, I don't know if it's Dead Space 1 or Dead Space 2, might have been both. Some of three, I did most of the Bioshock series like that. I... <laughs> Now that you mention it, Bioshock, Mass Effect, and or Dead Space would also be good candidates. Mm, I've never or missed the boat. I've never finished Ma a Mass Effect game. I've only played the first one, so that is a good one to go with. What about a uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance? <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I. <laughs> it's not like you're friends with the developers or anything. No, no, it's totally not. It's not like I have. Uh... A developer lanyard within arm reach of me of it. Yeah, I feel that... like that'd be. I feel like honestly, if we could get what is your friend's name? Toby Tobias. God. Uh, if we could get him to sit and guest with us for that, that would be fucking hilarious. Because it'll just be me, the dumbass, not knowing what I'm doing, and then the two of you laughing your asses off over how I can't follow the simplest fucking map. I think. Oh my god, the map, yeah. I think what would be cool... I'd put that a little bit further down the road, but I think what would be cool oh, yeah. is to have the two of us try and guide you through playing it. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, that would be interesting. I would be down for that. Because, like, I'm not great at the combat in the game, and I've not properly finished it because I just keep trying to get better at the combat in the game when I play it. It's like how I play Elite Dangerous. I don't play Elite Dangerous. I train on how to fly in Elite Dangerous. But I've seen Toby pick up things in the game that aren't meant to be used as weapons and just destroy people. <laughs> not well, well, not looking at the screen, just at a convention. He's giving a demonstration to someone and he's just holding like a broom during a tutorial part where you're not supposed to fight the enemies. And he just starts beating someone into submission that's wearing plate armor. What the fuck? But yeah. Speaking of working with people, mm -hmm. it was fun to be able to film and record with Jerry the other day. Oh, yes, absolutely. I miss him already. I hope he's doing okay. Yeah, I know especially like... after his rough first week. Yeah, I don't know if we should talk about that. But actually, it's, it's, it's on his Twitter. It, it is on his Twitter. I think it's best to just say he got a real warm Texas welcome. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, I, I said that to Crow, like, a couple days after, and Crow's like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm so glad they're both okay, yeah. first, and, first and foremost. Uh. Yeah, I I don't even really know what to say <laughs> other than that, other than the cake was really fucking good. The cake was I very good. I ate all of it. <laughs> I ate all of it, including <laughs> the, uh, the mousse I made to go with it, which tasted nice. like dark chocolate. Excellent. Maybe I... I want... Maybe I can make Lord. a cake, like, next week or something, because we should have the oven in next weekend. Hey, Hopefully. 
Yeah. And then it'll just be another month or two before we have a stovetop. I thought that was the other way around. That was what the original plan was. Now we've been told that by the supplier, oh, we haven't heard anything from Wolf. We have no idea when the range is showing up. We don't know when the oven's showing up either. Then the following day, they're just like, hey, the oven's showing up tomorrow. Wow. And then they call us this morning. They're like, hey, we broke the oven. It's a new one is showing up Saturday. What the fuck? <laughs> oh. After this, I really hope your parents never fucking renovate your house again. I mean. This has been like, what, a month? Um, More than a month at this point month and a half mm, but yeah so we had that video and then you also had the pie video you made god yes <laughs> that video took two two full days to edit mm-hmm. i from a from a saturday to a sunday i started it and then sunday until like i think 6 or 6 30 in the morning on a monday Mm. Uh, that was a monster of a video to create mm-hmm. because it took us literally three days. Mm-hmm. And then it was a monster of a video to edit mm-hmm. uh, because I'm a dumbass mm-hmm. and did not. Thanks for agreeing <laughs> with me, asshole. Uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, because I, I didn't get a head start on the footage like I should have. I think it was because I had C drive issues. And then we thought my motherboard was going, mm-hmm. so I had to like edit it really quickly so John could fix it. Luckily, um, he off and on has Sunday and Monday off instead of Saturday and Sunday. So he had the Monday off. This was last week. Mm-hmm. So he had the Monday off last week, and that's when he fixed my computer uh, because he wanted to try something before we spent all this money rebuilding a new computer, essentially, mm-hmm. because it was booting to BIOS and not to the, your regularly scheduled what you see when you yeah. boot up a computer. Yeah, usually not a good sign. No. So we thought my motherboard was going. It turns out it was like wired wrong or something when he put the extra C drive in because at first I only had like 120 gig of C drive, which he then upgraded to a terabyte and it kept the original C drive in there. So now it's a different drive. It's confusing, but it all worked out. My computer's not dying and I got the video out on time. Mm-hmm. There was one issue with the C drive. though. Yes. The fact that I was going to edit the video down a tiny bit, which it did need, I'll admit. And then for some reason, I just lost the project file because of the essential refitting of my computer's brain. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't there. We searched by file type. It just didn't exist anymore. Did, didn't. It was gone. And I'm like, okay, I guess this is the universe's way of saying the final version is the final version. Fuck y'all. <laughs> but it turned out to be a pretty good video anyway, in my opinion. Yeah. And in the opinion of uh, someone who's actually studied film, who said it was his favorite video that we've done. Mm-hmm. Which is a great compliment coming from him. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yes, and I promote it on Instagram and my TikTok and everything, and I don't know, your decoration video made for great promo material because of how pretty it is and of how I, I edited, edited it on InShot, mm-hmm. and the way InShot does videos of certain dimensions is it, it does like the top and bottom pieces you got a close-up and it, it was just really cool i it was yeah i i was part of it even though you did all the work with the deck <laughs> and hey you uh edited it well enough that you can't hear me yelling the whole time about how it's not going according to plan it's not a true spiral <laughs> <laughs> you know what i think that's fine because i i sped up the footage 
and trimmed it down so much that the original audio just did not happen anymore. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'll just not have audio except on TikTok because TikTok has a great selection. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know. I like the the music that came up right away. Good. Good. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So I think for us... This has just showed us, like, because this video took, like, essentially a work week to make, I think this kind of just shows us, like, if you put in the time to make something that you know is going to be good, it's always going to be worth it, regardless of how well it, it does or doesn't do in the algorithm, you know? Mm. Because to fun YouTube has longevity versus other platforms that are very time-sensitive, because... At some point in time, whether it's because of Pi Day or which is when the video is supposed to be out, but I adopted cats. Yes. Whether it's Pi Day or something else, at some point, someone is going to be looking for that kind of content, and you can see boosts in videos at various points over their lifetime. Mm-hmm. That's why it's always good to have your like keep your old videos up regardless of how old they are. Yeah. Because there's always that chance of people finding you. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been talking like the majority of the time. <laughs> Sorry about that. If you want me to talk more. Absolutely. Yeah, talk more. Claim your spotlight, dude. Yeah, I can absolutely. Oh, what's that? It looks like it's the new segment that I'm adding to the podcast. Oh, new segment? Mm-hmm. What, what is? It's the Innovation Station. It's not a very innovative name, but it's what we've got for now. It's uh, to go over things we've learned in the process of making stuff and to bring up new ideas on how to improve things. Okay, interesting. So the, the big thing I wanted to bring up and kind of an idea for future once we can in-person videos, especially now that both of us have gotten the first shot. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Oh, by the way, I want to talk about I want to talk about what's coming up next with that after you're done. But please continue. I'm very concerned and curious now. So, when we were filming with Jerry, I was the cameraman for that. Yes. And I have no idea how that video is going to come out in the end with that filming, but I did learn a few things about how to work a gimbal during it. I kind of was learning on the job about which settings worked best for different things. At first, I figured just setting it to locked perspective and then using the joystick to turn it would be best. And it did not keep up. (laughs) But there's other settings for better motion controls that it might, it won't stay perfectly locked into the same direction, but it stayed more than close enough when it was set to those. And one thing it has gotten me thinking is if we're having a video in person where one of us is demonstrating something to the other one of us is teaching the other something Mm -hmm. it would probably be a good idea to have the one teaching be the one holding the gimbal interesting that i agree but it depends on what it is it it depends on what we're doing yes but i feel like it would be a good way of having the viewer also be looking with the same eye as what's guiding the person being taught. That's true. That yeah, that would make sense. Like kind of like a um a teacher's eye view in a way. Yeah, exactly. That might be interesting. Yeah, we should we should definitely look into that depending on what it is we're actually doing. It would also help out a little bit with uh, the issues with camera positioning that we've had uh, <laughs> since we stopped having a camera crew. Uh yeah, I f- I feel like that's been getting better with the introduction of the gimbals though. Not that we don't need an extra set of hands because an extra set of hands is always a good thing to have. Mm. I miss our camera guys, but they've both got things in their own lives to take care of, mm-hmm. which 
I mean, we obviously totally respect. And it gives us an opportunity to learn everything from the ground up from filming to editing. Yeah. For me, in terms of innovation station stuff, mm -hmm. thumbnail making. Oh, yeah. Thumbnail making is uh, difficult. It's it's hard to, um, to get, like, the perfect thumbnail, you know? Like, mm -hmm. let me just mm -hmm. look... Let me just look at some of our most recent thumbnails. Okay, so from our two most recent videos, there was today's, which is the three pies, three hours mm -hmm. video. It is very bright. For the most part, you can see what's going on. It might just be my browser, but your face is a little bit too bright. I might have needed to add some contrast to that or something. But for the most part, I think it's a pretty okay thumbnail. Mm. I really like yours with the uh the resident <laughs> evil because joe has been editing and will be editing all the miss the boat content yes uh, as well as the podcast i realized i can't edit live footage or people i can edit games though i feel like those i feel like those two things kind of carry over a lot though they they probably do carry over a fair amount like, it'll teach me using the software better, but it's yes. something about how things are shot and the perspective and pacing and things like that, that it's just editing them is entirely different. True. I still can't get over the fucking side eye I give John <laughs> in the, the first episode I missed the boat. Like, oof. Attitude. <laughs> That's the closest thing to a personality I think I've ever had. It is. Thanks, asshole. <laughs> And that's my personality. But, so, <laughs> the, the a special funny thing about that side-eye is he's uh -huh. repeating the exact joke that you told maybe 30 seconds prior. I mean, yeah, because <laughs> in, in, that, in that video, don't I say, like, 20 seconds before that, oh, this is how my house is lit up? Yeah. And <laughs> you're just like, this is how everything's lit up until John gets home or something like that. <laughs> And, yeah, and then... And then you're just like, would you want to go in there? And John's like, I do every time I go home. <laughs> that's because, okay, that's because it that comes across just as him being a dick, though. <laughs> just not answering my question or, like, participating in what I'm doing. He's just being a sarcastic asshole, which, I mean, fair. Yeah. That's kind of his personality. Mood. But I don't know why at this point I expect anything else. Because I keep, like, trying to engage him in a serious way. And then, like, ADHD brain comes out. Mm. And, and then I'm sitting there like, oh no, how am I going to deal with this? Anyway, thumbnails. Mm -hmm. My point, originally, with the thumbnails, was the object selection tool is your friend. It took out a lot of the work of me cutting Joe out of the picture that I took. Mm. his picture from in the Baking Challenge with Friends video that came out today. It, like, almost all of it, I highly recommend you use it. But then again, I've only really used it once, so more testing is needed, of course, but it helped me. Mm. Now, I'm very used to, from the past, using the lasso tool in GIMP to select things, so I'm very used to cutting things out and creating alphas in GIMP, but in Photoshop was entirely different. <laughs> Oh yeah, the jump between GIMP and Photoshop for you, it was like, for me, it would be the the equivalent of going from like, Windows to Linux. It is such a massive jump, I lost so much. There, there's so much more that I feel I probably could have done if I was using GIMP, but I wanted to learn Photoshop for it. And I, I can help you with that, and I can just throw tutorials 
tutorials your way because that's how I learned Photoshop mm. and the way I learned Photoshop for the most part when I was making a whole bunch of assets for the Instagram. I I think I'm, I'm okay at it now. I still have a lot to learn because I want to make progressively better and better thumbnails. Oh, same. But for now, I think, I personally feel like we're doing a pretty good job. I like the thumbnails. <laughs> for the last couple videos. Me too. A uh, Another good one that I really love is the picture of the two of us and Jerry, which I stupidly, let me address this right now. I forgot that I didn't have a mask on and I'm, I'm a dumbass. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think it was on the <laughs> counter next to you. Yeah, I'm sorry. We were kind of in a hurry because Jerry had to leave to have dinner with his family before he left for Texas. And, and not 10 seconds before that picture we did closing thoughts and i asked jerry jerry do you have any sage advice for the viewers and jerry said wear your mask i'm sorry jerry <laughs> i am a disgrace fun thing about that thumbnail uh-huh the the thumbnail for that podcast there i was so uh against learning photoshop on the spot that night uh -huh. before uploading it that I just sent that picture to my phone and edited it with stuff I had on my phone and then sent it back to myself to put on there. Honestly, I don't blame you. I mean, it's the same thing that I used to make that one picture of John that I love. I gave it the same treatment as that, and that is... And didn't you also do the same thing to Blake at one point? Yes, I did. I did it for one of the cats. I don't remember which. It was definitely Blake, because okay. <laughs> the photo... Oh my god, the photo you took that from was so fucking funny. She's just photobombing in the corner. Mm. And it is the most precious thing. But hey, speaking of me editing things, probably go a little bit into stuff with that because I am not great at using uh, Premiere. Yeah, how has your experience with Premiere been? Because I, I love Premiere. I mean, love, I guess, is a strong word. But mm. I'm functional with Premiere. Mm. We have uh, we have a functional relationship. For you, who's a total Premiere newbie, how has that been for you? Well, of the editing softwares I've used, and I've used five of them, it is number four on my list so far. Okay. Uh, no, it's not. Never mind. It's number three. It's number three. Okay. Cool. Uh, why do you say that? Uh, because number five is Windows Movie Maker. Oh yeah, that's fair. Number four is was it Lightbox? Lightworks. Lightworks, yes. Number two is Blender. It is still so far behind Blender, just in terms of being a being able to control things. I do like being able to select portions of clips without yeah. importing the whole clip and cutting it down. My favorite is still After Effects, but if I try and have a 10-minute video in After Effects, I will burn down the county. <laughs> Yeah, uh, please don't do that. It, it it will just create such a lag and overheat scenario that there will be a corona visible from... I don't know, Jerry will probably be able to see it from there. <laughs> from Texas. Yeah, I... After Effects, man. After Effects is a beast where it's like, I know you're useful, mm -hmm. but why are you like this? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and but hey, I, it's... It's going to be so much easier now because while we were reviewing stuff on the last day b before putting up 
the Miss the Butt episode, I was told, dear God, render your footage. And I didn't pre-render your footage, rather. And I had no idea what that meant. I didn't know that that's something you could do to make playback faster. That's yes. an issue that I've constantly had in both Premiere and After Effects. So that makes things much easier. Yes, it does. It does make things much easier. I've also recently started doing that myself. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of accidental advice, I, um, when I was putting the music in, I tried to see how to set audio to loop in Premiere mm -hmm. because I figured if After Effects can do it, Premiere must too. Couldn't find anything. But someone's suggestion was to open it on Audition and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can do that anyway. So I was going to close the tab with the video in it. When they said, so you just bring it to Audition and you go to the Remix tool, and I'm just like, I'm sorry, the what tool? <laughs> and it's, it's just a neat tool Audition has that can remix the melody of songs a That's little bit. Cool. So, you, so you don't have, if you're trying to loop a song, you don't have that ramp up and then ramp down at the beginning and end. It does the ramp up at the beginning then the core melody and then it loops the melody and then does the end or you can have it do interspersed pauses and reopenings and interesting okay mm -hmm. i i understood very little of that <laughs> but that's cool yeah it's it's something i need to play with more to find out what else it can do and <laughs> the other thing i need to do more of is learn a bit more about foley work yes so, do you want to talk about that? Because I know what you're talking about. <laughs> because there's a uh, hit marker that I put in the video a couple times. I believe it's, uh, let's see, seven times that it shows up. and Something like that, yeah. And I was looking up for maybe a half hour, just royalty-free hit marker sound effects. Couldn't find anything, but I found a whole bunch of people talking about how they just couldn't find anything so they made it themselves and i'm like uh, okay <laughs> so i just did <laughs> i just uh went and then i put that in reverse uh and messed with the timing of it and a couple other small edits but yeah so you can make your own sound effects interesting yeah. okay oh by cool the way stuff. before i forget Thank y'all for the 131 downloads on our podcast. Are we up to that many now? We're up to 131 downloads. I'm checking it right now. Y'all nice. are nuts. Thank you. That is very nice. Cool. Do you, did you have anything else you wanted to cover, by the way? Uh, I think that's everything. Is there anything else you wanted to go over? Stuff that's coming up that I'm really excited about. Yes. So I'm excited and dreading the Ludum Dare Challenge that is mm -hmm. coming up next month. Because A, I just took a second job. Yeah. B, we have to figure out a whole bunch of stuff and then stream the entire process for three days mm -hmm. while we create uh, essentially a, what I'm going to call a minimum viable product for a game or like a level of a game, something, mm -hmm. something like that in 72 hours, mm -hmm. which would be fine normally, except... Uh, accepting the fact that like we don't really have a whole lot of game development experience etc etc et or any or yes or any artist right now to work right. with or a musician i did hear back and that one is not available right now good to know then but the 23rd 
of April when the Ludum Dare, if you don't know what the Ludum Dare is, Ludum Dare is essentially a game jam in which we create a game within three days uh, and share the results mm-hmm. with other awesome indie game creators, which is something that Joe and I have wanted to do for a very long time, which is to get more into game design. The problem with this is I am getting my second COVID shot the day <laughs> the Ludum Dare starts. You are. On top of on top of having all of the stuff that I need to do for my full-time job and on my part-time job, which has a quota attached to it mm-hmm. per week. So that's a little bit stressful because I start on the 1st of April with the new job. Mm. But it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I will probably feel like death. On that Friday into Saturday, but I won't die. Not this time. No, not this time. My only concern is that I am getting the Moderna shot. And the Moderna, I have heard from many people, has, uh, the second dose specifically, has been the one with the worst symptoms. My mom got the Moderna shot because she, A, works at a school and is a full-time caretaker for my dad. He was very ill, and she didn't really have too many side effects from that. So I'm hoping that genetically I'll just be more resilient. But if the first shot is anything to be an indicator for, um, I may not have the energy to move. If I sit down in one place, I was literally on my cat's giant ass bed just staring at the ceiling because my body was like uh mm-hmm. so that'll be a fun adventure it will be at the very um, least if you are in that state record it oh yeah that'll be great because i'm editing the footage of the final result of the ludum dare which is another thing that i am fucking dreading even more so than the pie video, because it's gonna be three days worth of stream content. So if you if you are on our streams, by the way, are you both are you also streaming it with me, Joe? I believe that was the plan. Okay, cool. So at uh, Twitch.tv/Saradamon, S-A-R-A-D-A-M-O-N, mm-hmm. and uh, Twitch.tv/Mabcat. M-A-B underscore C-A-T. If you are joining us for the Ludum Dare from the 23rd to the 26th of April, feel free to clip and highlight (laughs) as much as humanly possible, please, because I will need help Mm -hmm. from as many of you as I can get. Otherwise, I will probably die. Mm. Like, that is that is the one video I would want to outsource to somebody else. <laughs> like, I would... I, If push comes to shove, I might literally pay somebody to do it for me. Because I'm scared. If you got to that point, then I would probably look into helping out. Thank you. Because I'm already used to-ish at this point going through stream footage. So true, you you are. Let me actually just check the the upload schedule for because we have a content set until June. Like we have, we have we do things like months in advance now. By the way, which is such an improvement over what we did before. It is. It was where we wanted to be back in uh, December and January, and I'm I'm very glad that we put the systems in place to get us 
to this point. Mm. So we have... So I do see <laughs> that surrounding when that video is supposed to go up, uh-huh. we have in order me yep. f- me editing a podcast, then that video, then me editing a Miss the Boat, and then me editing a podcast. <laughs> yes, which is why... <laughs> yeah, I would... I would love it if you would be able to get the Miss the Boat stuff. Uh, oh, absolutely. Done <laughs> I'm much ahead to. of time. I'm planning to. Because you have a couple weeks to do it now. Because mm-hmm. we just have to record stuff for the next couple of weeks coming up. And then I should, I pray to God, have what I'm responsible for for that week with the cats to go up by then. And then I'm hoping if if you're not editing the the Ludum Dare results video, I'm hoping a week is enough mm. for me to do that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm scared and excited, and that's a strange combination, because <laughs> I think, like, it's scared of how hard how hard of a work it's, it's going to be. I'm failing in English now. Um, I'm excited. It's fine, you don't have a degree to, in it. I mean, yeah, it's not like I do it for a living or anything. Mm. I'm a word doctor, shut up. <laughs> You put tiny child-sized acrylic nails. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited because, I mean, I get to do cool things, mm-hmm. but it's also layered over with a little bit of denial because it's just like, don't think about it, we will die. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Joe, I keep, like, taking up so much talking space and talking over you. Please talk more. I mean, I don't really have anything else planned to talk about, I don't believe. And it is rounding up closer to an hour it is so we should probably i mean you wanted to play dauntless but either that or we should probably get to doing some prepping for dare stuff so yeah yeah honestly we've got lots to do before the end of the month Mm -hmm. so we'll talk to you guys next time molly if you would we'll be in touch This has been the Learner's Permit Podcast, available wherever fine podcasts are appreciated. Learner's Permit is the companion podcast to The Factotum Project, which can be found on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram under The Factotum Project. Thanks for listening, and we'll be in touch.